to another episode of input output the whole gang is here once again talking about those fighting game topics every single week and if you don't know now you know so uh as always i'm joined by my two co-hosts mr gaming lift and mr mc amazing uh if y'all recognize me today i know that the, the hat is a little distracting it looks like a totally different person but um how are you gentlemen doing today <laughs> Doing fantastic, man. What's going on, peeps? Uh, glad to be here another again for another Friday. Another again. More Friday game. Yeah, another again. That's the, the country. One more again, you know. Take the, the, the A off of it, man. Um, but yeah, another Friday. Another input output. Glad to be back. Um, this week been kind of a little slow, you know, the past week. But, you know, we still do what we can to bring all these topics, man. As always, as we always try not to forget uh, the Patreon, just let you all know about that. Um, if there's extra content out there, if you all want to support, so, you know, I just want to throw that out there, you know, probably be reiterated later on, but I just want to throw that out there at the beginning. But yeah, uh, let's get into these topics. I'm going to hand out to my boy E. Thank you very much, Mr. Game and Lift. Hello, friends. It's me, once again, your boy, MCE Mason. With our with your friends uh, Rexon and Mr. Gaming Lift for another session of input output. As always, we're happy to be here. We're always um trying to tackle some FGC topics. As always, thank y'all very much, especially to the people like Big Sif who are constantly submitting new questions and topics for us to talk about here on the show. If you ever have a topic that you think should be addressed on the show, make sure to hit us up on Twitter. That's the easiest way to get in contact with us. We're basically on there almost all the time with so if you if you tag all three of us one of us will see it and it will be addressed on the show after uh, after some deliberation perhaps but most of the times i mean you can't go wrong you know what i mean like you, you can't go wrong by submitting a question for us to talk about on on uh, input output so we really appreciate you guys uh, i'm not going to go too far into it but uh, thanks again everybody to who's, who's watching right now and i'm going to go ahead and pass it off to our boy mr rexon max rexon how are you doing today sir well, I'm doing quite exquisite, you know, um, as an Atlanta uh, legend would say, sensational. Uh, so, you know, it's just another, I mean, it's getting pretty hot out here in Texas. I can't lie. You know, it's basically getting to that point where you kind of, you know, stay stay inside like it's stranger danger outside. So, you know, it's getting kind of real out here. So, you know, it's good that we can make content from the, uh, from the safety of our own home because expecting to get Debo once I go outside today. So, but yeah, I'm doing fantastic, man. You know, another day of not being better than Mr. Gaming Lift at fighting games. So, you know, not picking up the stick. And uh, yeah, man, just, you know, at least he let me talk about fighting games, you know, so I appreciate that. <laughs> but uh, we could <laughs> we could go ahead and move into our, uh, our first topic. So CEO, as we know, is coming back this December. If I'm the, the, my dates are correct, I think it's December fifth through the seventh. If I'm wrong, I'm sorry. Somebody will let me know. I'm I'm, I'm uh, dumb and I got the dates wrong, so my apologies. But the, but CEO is coming back, and already, man, like all the games, the registration for the games have been capped out. I mean, you know, the hotels have really been capped out. Jabali has been showing like. Um, screenshots of him like messaging people from the hotel showing that it's just like hey man those 18 rooms we just added yeah they just gone so uh <laughs> so it's it's pretty dope for to see how the fgc is jumping on to this with their excitement of like tournaments and stuff coming back you know all the love for the games people are just eager to uh get offline and things like that so hand it over to you guys. How are you guys feeling about, you know, just this, this surge, this interest that we're seeing from the FGC for to make sure that offline is coming back? Oh, it's um it's to be expected. People are ready to get back to offline events. People are ready to get back and, and play each other um in an event, especially a, a tournament of the caliber of CEO. People are ready to get back to see like what you know, interesting setup and venue that uh Jabali has cured. Um, it's probably going to be some dope type of setup, wrestling ring or something that they're going to have, maybe. Um, I'm actually excited for it myself. Like I said on the last uh, episode, we were talking about uh, the t offline tournaments coming back. 
And I was like, I'm ready to see, like, you know, the, the rivalries and stuff like that, people playing each other, the, the high-octane match, streams, all that stuff. Uh, and the game's capping out quick. It's, like I said, it's, it's no-brainer. You know, people are ready to get back and play. There are a few games, select games, that haven't even seen offline, like, play, tournament play, really. Um, you got Strive, who just came out. Strive, like, literally capped out immediately for entrance. So that's going to be dope to see. You got games like Virtus Fighter might possibly make a, an appearance at a, a CEO. You got Grand Blue, which will finally now be able to see at an actual offline tournament. So I'm pretty sure those players that play those games are like really excited to see, like, okay, now our game, we get to play offline, you know, just because of the nature of things that happen with the, you know, the COVID situation, you know, games like Grand Blue didn't get a chance to shine um, offline. But, you know, now we get to see it. Um, and I'm, I'm excited for it. Does, uh, when does Melty Blood come out? Does it come out? I'm pretty sure it comes out before December, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's coming out uh, before the end of the year. Okay, so I think yeah. it's, I think even Climax of Night is trying to see when it's going to come out because they want to incorporate it into their tournament. Yeah, okay. So that's another game. That's another game that's going to be on the horizon that is definitely going to be there, I'm sure. So, yeah, it's, it's a lot of new games that are, that are like I said, haven't seen the light of day when it comes to offline tournaments. So, People are ready to get back and play, man. That's really all it is. We've been a year and some change inside, you know, primarily, predominantly online play, which is cool and stuff. And it's, it's great to have that option, which, you know, is definitely necessary. It allowed us to keep, you know, footage and stuff going, things still rolling, even though we couldn't, you know, play in person. But it's just something about having an offline play, you know, it's, of course, with the competitors, it's less lag and stuff. So, uh, like I said, it's no-brainer, like, and the CEO. So people want to go to CEOs, one of the biggest tournaments, and people are excited. I'm excited as well, and I can't wait to see, you know, the tournament when it happens, to uh, see everybody finally get back into uh, the regular scheduled programming. Yeah, I think uh, I kind of, I definitely agree. I think everybody's going to be, everybody's super excited. I completely understand why basically, like, every, pretty much, I don't think your strive's capped out. Like, there's no rooms. Oh, I can def I can definitely understand that because the excitement is high. Like people have been ready, been ready since the very beginning to get back into doing online. I mean, offline events. Excuse me, nobody wants to do online events really, but everybody's really wanting trying to do like offline events. And the thing about it is, like, there's some game like the games like you're saying before, like Gear Out Grand Blue will finally get a chance to like its chance in the sun because it really kind of really kind of came out around the beginning, like right before the pandemic started. Not in addition to that. We have uh, games that have kind of garnered a really big following during the pandemic, during like online events, like uh, Killer Instinct. Like Killer Instinct has really, really got like gained a whole lot of popularity like during like the pandemic. So you can probably um, imagine like a, a Killer Instinct getting a lot of attention during like some of these offline events um, at some point in time. So I'm I'm gonna look, huh? Power Rangers as well. No. The power hey, fighting game, Battle for the Grid. Oh, yeah, 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 Battle for the Grid too. Yeah, you're right. Like that's another game that's gotten uh, gained a lot of popularity in the past couple months. So there's all these games that have like gained all this popularity on the, in the online scene. So there are probably hundreds of people waiting, chomping at the bit to be able to play offline, sitting next to their opponent, you know, in a in a streamlined environment. So like there's so many games. I mean, them fighting, them fighting herds. I mean, Skullgirls, like all of these games that we're going to get. I mean, even especially like last year when we were going to do um, uh, Evo, you know, that really didn't get their shot, you know. So then now they have this year to really kind of like this year and next year to really, um, you know, uh, get out there and show and strut their stuff in an online, in an, excuse me, online, offline uh, on venue. So I'm looking forward to seeing basically every single game. Like I want I'm kind of interested to see what like what the resurgence for every game will look like in offline in offline venues because it's like how many games like gained more popularity, how many games fell off during the pandemic. Like I'd like I really want to see like how many like especially now that like some people are, are like they want to come out and support their games to make sure that they actually get their time at tournaments from now on. So I I'd really like to see like I want to go to like some of these tournaments and actually play in like Soul Calibur like events and stuff like that. So I'm 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 really excited um and to just see and to actually participate this year. So I uh, well look forward to seeing what they do at CEO man. Let's get it. Yeah, it's a pretty dope thing that uh CEO is capping out like this man to see like the FGC really getting out and 
supporting and really doing this thing. So for you guys, though, which game would you say you're the most excited about uh, seeing in an offline format now? Is it like a game that we had before the pandemic that you're just like, man, I can't wait to get back to the new one? Or is it actually a game that's kind of newer that you're just kind of anticipating seeing and back in an offline format? So what game is it that y'all like happier for the C come back to the happiest to see come back offline tournaments? Is it a game that was there before that you're just happy that it's coming back? Or is it a new game that we got like during this offline time that you just can't wait to see in offline? So which game are you the most hype about coming back? Um. I'm probably gonna have to say I'm probably more hyped, uh, the most hyped about Strive right now. I mean, it's it's a new game. It's all you know. People always want to see you know um, the new games perform at tournaments, and I definitely can say I think I'm excited to see how Strive develops between these few months coming up to CEO. Um, there are a few games that I, I that have been out already. Like Tekken is one. I, I think I kind of want to see. Um, that soul caliber those are two i think i want to see perform but i think more than likely strive is a game i'm waiting to see see how it develops meta wise the characters um you know see if tim can uh command grab somebody from round start to do 50 percent. that's gonna be fun to see at a lot of top eights so yeah i'm, I'm strive is right now it's a high octane game uh there's a lot of stuff going on a new game so we're going to see how it develops in the few months that it has and you know, it doesn't really take a long, long time for like players to kind of get a grasp of the game and like figure out some stuff. And then, you know, it's what June now. So by December, you know, people will be out here probably, you know, one touch killing people and putting you in like plus 50 uh, block sign situation. So definitely strive for me. <laughs> I would say starting uh, starting off that in for me, it's kind of like a reverse situation. Like I'm most excited for Tekken and Soul Calibur to come back to like the offline scene because I've been, we were watching, uh, we were watching people play online for so long and there's been so many complaints about the way people, like the way things go online, especially why the whole thing with Wi-Fi warriors and everything like that. So I think for people to get back into it, get more in more comfortable fashion playing offline with, but with um, Tekken and of course, Soul Calibur because Soul Calibur wasn't really getting that much attention before the pandemic anyway. Like I remember constantly complaining I mean, listening to other people complain about how like Soul Calibur wasn't really getting that much attention. I feel like Soul Calibur gets a lot more attention now than it did before. So I'm really excited to see what kind of attention it gets at offline, uh, offline events now. So I'm, that's what I'm really excited for. At the same time, I'm also excited to see Guilty Gear Strive. Guilty Gear has always been a game that's been kind of close to my heart. I'm not particularly good at it, but I do enjoy playing it and I enjoy watching other people play it. So it's really cool looking at a game like this that's kind of been tailor-made for new people to come in and, you know, it's kind of a, kind of like bridging the gap between veteran players and newer players that kind of have like the kind of meet in the middle kind of situation where, you know, it's like everybody can come and try to play. It's, it's unfamiliar for new people, but it's also a little unfamiliar for the, some of the veterans. So they kind of have to learn new things too. Everybody kind of has to come and be able to come and learn something. Also, I'm very, I'm excited to see how things go with Virtual Fighter Five, whether or not Virtual, whether or not Virtual Fighter Five Ultimate Showdown becomes kind of a, I'm, I guess a fixture uh, within like the FGC now and offline events because I know that you know, like like for some people the the net code has been a little, it's either good or it's not great. You know, sometimes it's a little bit in the middle. You know, but. To see it, like kind of see where it goes in offline, I'd really enjoy seeing that. So I guess the, the things I'm excited about are in this order would be Soul Calibur, Tekken, Guilty Gear Strive, and then Virtual Fighter Five um, Ultimate Showdown. Well, I guess if I had to say two, one of the uh, def, you know, my first one I'd say is a game that's kind of like both, you know, that was around before like the pandemic happened, but really not really, and that's Grand Blue. I like to see it get his, his second chance. The uh, cinematics in that game were just beautiful, you know, bring a tear to the eye if you're really just a fan of like cinematics and stuff like that. And then my second one is, of course, Street Fighter because, you know, of course it is. Uh, right. You know, I, I want to see the people back offline, touching buttons, no lag, 
you know, uh, I ain't got to worry about America, the Europe connections and things like that. We could see because a lot of the like a lot of time in the uh, pandemic we were spending like Europe was kind of doing their own thing. And then uh, America was doing their own thing. It was really like no kind of cross because it was just like, you know, you know, I mean, we even keeping America just east to west because east to the east and west to the west because, you know, the, the online is kind of just here. But so I'm happy to see that come back. So those will be my two games. But um, if that's all that everyone has, we can move on to the next topic. So, um, so Ed Boone actually put out a tweet um, like a week and a half ago, maybe two weeks ago, where he was talking about an actual like interest in an MK remake. And I believe the games that he gave was MK Deception, Shaolin Monks, uh, MK9 and then MK2 were the options that he gave which one people would like to see a remake of but as we know there's like tons of other Mortal Kombat games uh, that some people say don't count but uh, <laughs> yeah if, if you guys had to choose like an MK remake which one would it be and you know or would you even want to see a MK remake at all do you think none of them you know need one so starting with you Mr. Greatest of all time uh, MK3 for me all the way, for sure. Second close would be Shaolin Monks. Shaolin Monk was a great game. I'm not sure why they stopped making game that game or games in that vein. Um, because at that time, Shaolin Monks was actually better than the fighting games they were making. And it actually had a versus mode that was a lot more fun than the fighting games that they had out of the, at that time. I think Shaolin Monks came out around the time of Deception, if I'm not mistaken, somewhere in that somewhere in the 3D area, Deadly Alliance or Deception. Um, I want to say it came out before Armageddon, but yeah, MK3 for me, I definitely want to. I, I just love that. That's my favorite MK. Uh, just the way the the combos work, the the running sounds, the just the hit sound, like all this stuff was just that was prime time Mortal Kombat for me. MK Trilogy especially, just all the characters, you had Chameleon, all the stuff going on. So if I could get a remake of, uh, remaster of um, MK3, that would be awesome. Now, people saying some don't count, I guess, actually, I want to add Mythology to that list too, because Mythology is not the best game, we all know that. But as a kid, you know, <laughs> sometimes your judgment is a little different. So at the time, it was just fun because, oh, it's an MK game. Oh, it's a, a side-scrolling adventure MK game with Sub-Zero. And Sub-Zero was one of my favorite characters because, you know, as a kid, you know, ninjas. You like ninjas. Blue and the color blue, you know. So Mythologies, I would definitely like to see a, a revamp of that. But I think people probably won't count those, maybe, because I, I guess. I don't know what people will base their criteria off and not counting an MK game. So maybe the games like Mythology, Special Forces, which was just a load of, of terrible game design and, and game that game was terrible so if that game was to get a, a, a new treatment I wouldn't mind seeing it because Special Forces was terrible and Special Forces was actually the game that Tremor originated from which we you know late, many many years later we finally got as a character in Mortal Kombat X but uh, yeah MK3 for me all the way all day um, I don't I the 3D games are okay Deadly Alliance and Deception but I wasn't a fan of them Armageddon was a big letdown um, the, fatalities, <laughs> the fatalities in that game were atrocious. Like I don't know what was going on. It's like take it, just take the wrongs off and beat them with it. Like this is the same fatality. Over your creative fatality. It's the same thing. Take his oh, leg God. off, beat him. Take his arm off, beat him. Like what? So if they would do something different with it, I'd be cool with it. Because the, the whole draw of Armageddon was it's got all the characters in all the Mortal Kombat. They all in one game. That's cool, but make sure the game can't be trash, though. I don't care if you got a game called Street Fighter Extreme, and it's got every character from every game guest starring Terry Bogart. If the game is terrible, I don't want to play it. So, MK3 for me. Um, I think for me, I would, I would probably go with the game that Devin just mentioned for the game that should be remade. I would say Armageddon, just because like I feel like in the... In, in the current state of things, I think they could really give that game the proper treatment now. I don't know what they were, what what was going on back in the day. Like, was NRS like involved back then, or was it still Midway? Uh, that was the, uh, Midway. That was still Midway. Yeah. I think. Yeah. So I mean, 
we could get i mean i'd like to see what another realm studios could do with a game like that if they were just like hey we're just going to put everybody in the game and we're going to put our put our own spin on the on this game i mean because like you were saying before Devin, it's like you go they can take these older games that weren't done properly like and some of the older games that weren't done properly and redo them like in like like way better i i, I would be down for that like that's that's the kind of stuff i like to see because there are some games that you know it's very often that you see a game get made and it's like that was their only the only chance technically speaking you feel like that was it like that was the only shot that that game had at ever having any kind of fans at getting any kind of popularity or anything like that but i mean in this in this day and age especially like when you have like like games that are even decent that are good like the yakuza games were pretty good but they were like the like they have like the uh yakuza zero uh yakuza kiwami which is basically a remake like it's it's pretty much a remake yakuza kiwami 2 which is pretty much a remake and those games were great you know like those were those were games were decent were pretty good that were made into even better games especially when they tied them to like the story starting in yakuza zero so these are why like, we're in the age where people can just take old games and retool them and make them into better games uh, i would say that that would be the number one on my list number two i would like so my my, my watch call here is that i would definitely say anything from mk3 onward i would think that those would uh, for as far as i'm concerned those would also be games that will qualify. I don't really, I'm going to be 100% honest with you, to everybody out there, I have no interest in seeing anybody redo the first two Mortal Kombat games at all. Like there's, to me, there's, it's almost pointless. There, all the, like the really big, like the bet, like the really good character rosters, in my opinion, start showed up from MK3 onward. Like the ones that MK1 and 2 were cool, the ones like when they started putting characters like Sector, Cyrax, me, we, me and Devin talked about this before. Like Sector, Cyrax, Cabal, Striker, you know, like Smoke. Mac, like yeah, Smoke, like all these those those characters weren't in Mortal Kombat one and two. Those were in three onward. So like, if we're going to do remakes, I think we should be remaking like games from three onward. Like, but specifically, in my opinion, we should be remaking Mortal Kombat Armageddon. Like, especially under the NRS banner. I mean, especially since we have all these new characters now, so we can take all the old characters, put them in the game, retooled, and then take the new characters, put them in the game. And I mean, I, I'm, I'm completely 100% down for that, man. Which game was the game where the, uh, like, um, you know, I'm not even gonna go into that right now. I'll just say, uh, yeah, Mortal Kombat, Armageddon, and everything from Mortal Kombat 3 onwards, please don't redo Mortal Kombat 1 and 2. That seems to me like it'd be a waste of time. Didn't make a Mortal Kombat bring all the characters back and somehow still leave Ferrator out, but um yeah, we're all right. You know, I, I have a I'm gonna try. I have a funny quick story with Mortal Kombat. I don't really have too much of a history of Mortal Kombat, and, and you know, it's just because of the the upbringing I had. I was raised around a very, you know, religious uh group of people, so you know, mm-hmm. you 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 see MK like you know you go to Pizza Hut. You know the place to be when i was growing up to play like the arcade games and you know you you'd play like mkd and you know you could sneak it in you just tell your family like give me a quarter and you run off halfway across the store to play a game but uh when it came to taking it home man like we just we just couldn't play it you know legendary uncle ray you know we, <laughs> you know he he'd catch us i remember one time he caught us playing mk and you know all the blood and stuff was in it and we was trying to hurry up and figure out how to take the blood out of it because we know by the time he came back he was gonna knock blood out of us so you know i was like man i got we you know we it was just too much work to play the game you know it was just like man cut it off man we just go play street fighter again bro like we go put in mega man or something bro i i, I ain't trying to risk my life every day to play no mk and then another time actually like i was over at a buddy's place and you know his dad was a pastor so you know we was playing mortal kombat armageddon you know story ending and go in well you know a pastor in armageddon so we was just playing mk he saw having walked in the room and he looked he didn't say nothing else he was just looking at the tv and he was like what what is this it was like mortal kombat armageddon y'all know what armageddon is and we was just like, you know, we like, we like 10, we like, I mean, I, I know it let us press buttons, you know what I'm saying? Like, we, we get to fight, like, what's up? You know? <laughs> brother didn't say two more words after that. He was like, cut it off and give me the disc. 
if I come back up in here and y'all ain't ready to give me the disc by the time I come back and I'm whooping everybody. So we had to, by the time he came back, we had to have the disc out and hand it to him and we never see it again. So, you know, just, you know, me and Mortal Kombat growing up, we just was never able to, you know, get a uh, too much of a good relationship going on. You know, your your life was always threatened as a child to play by playing the game. So, you know, if I had to say any game would be remade, any one of them would be cool. You know, it'll help me get uh, recognized with the old games because, you know, I ain't never play them, you know. My life was on the line when I played them. So, um, you know, that's... <laughs> That's my quick story with MK. I, I have no idea which game needs to be remade. You know, I don't think they need to remake my trauma. So, uh, <laughs> anyone of y'all got anything else to add? Oh, man. I, I, I don't think nobody can follow that. Man. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. Hey, man. You said all that needs to be said. It was hard out here, man. I'm I'm sorry. He was playing Mortal Kombat in real life, boy. <laughs> Just to play the game. Like, man. you had to sneak it in, man. Uncle Ray in the house, bro. He could walk in at any time, and you just, like, cut the volume down, cut the blood off, you know. And it's like, bro, that's too much work, man. I'm I'm trying to live, man. This dude could walk in <laughs> at any second, and, you know, you'd be into the game. You know, a robber could have broken the front window. You wouldn't have heard nothing how you be into the game. So, he, he was going to catch us eventually. I was like, man, look, I a Like, you just take it out, man. We got a whole bunch of other games. We could play wrestling or something. You know, plug in the 64, man. <laughs> I mean, we good. You know. You know, I, I do want to say, because, I mean, my folks, they were, they were religious too, but it's like when it came to some game, like, if it wasn't like, too wild crazy over the top i mean i was like 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 for instance my brother was a big fan of resident evil but when when he was playing it, i was like younger so obviously i couldn't play it and i, I would watch him play it but even when it would have like there were certain scenes that were like graphic he would like cover my eyes or something like that but i always played more to come like he never had a problem playing more to come and also you know the whole conversation of all oh, these games make people do things it's like I don't think I've ever seen anybody go outside and be like, I'm going to take your heart out, man. Like, I don't think I've ever seen somebody go outside and cano somebody or, or try to attempt to take somebody's spine out of their back. Like, you know what? You talking to me. Kano wins. Like, dude, I don't like the way you talking to me. Give me your spine. Like, I don't <laughs> just never, never seen that. But, and it's like, you, 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 it's like, I don't know. I, I just knew to um, separate that from reality. Like, this cool but i can't this is not real stuff but yeah i, I was a lot i played those games when i was younger so that's funny to hear <laughs> it's, it's, it's like you out here doing the crime or doing drugs in the house like <laughs> bro, don't let them walk <laughs> in and you doing a fatality man like it's it's over uh, with, bro like it's over with like, you supposed to be learning like, about you supposed to be learning about the lord but i catch you up here ripping somebody's spleen out and feeding it to him like yeah it's time for you to go buddy all right, go ahead. Go ahead and clock out. You know, it's funny. Like, you know, it's funny. It's like, then when I was a kid, you know, my parents actually bought the game for us. Wow. So it was, yeah, it was actually kind of funny, you know, because like they're sitting there and they're like, oh my God, this is pretty violent. And then he's like, my dad's like, all right, now nah, I'm trying to play too, though. <laughs> so like, we would play my dad and he would beat everybody <laughs> in Mortal Kombat too. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it depends on who you was around. Like, like I said, that was my uncle. And that's why I mostly played the games because that's what my cousins and them had the systems. When I was at home, I only had a Game Boy, so you you know you're not playing that on like the Game Boy and stuff. But my you know my other family members they wouldn't care. Like I, I've had people just go straight in the store and I'd be like, hey, can you buy me those Family Guy DVDs? And they'd be like, all right. And it's like so I can watch Family Guy, but I can't play MK. Like I think you'd rather watch let me play MK than watch Family Guy. But you know, <laughs> yeah, but right. you know. You know, people have it's it's different. You know, they'd rather let let a kid listen to like mad cussing and crazy stuff than it's like, oh my goodness, he just like Devin said, he just ripped his spleen out, showed his insides, and then went in for his heart. Like, okay, that's a little bit too much. <laughs> yeah, that that's the thing. I'll, I'll just say this real quick. That's that difference. You know, it's like anime. People think that if it's it's Family Guy was okay because it looked. It looked the part. Oh, this this is animated. This is a cartoon. This is harmless. 
No, yeah. it's not. It's not. It's not a children's cartoon. Just like when people say, "Oh, anime is childish," or it's just there's a lot of anime that's super gory. Just because it's animated doesn't mean that you know. So you know, it's like, "Oh, this this is they got blood and stuff, and it look realer than that." This don't look as real. So this is that's right there. You don't be playing that. So that's just funny. Now, like I said, I was playing this game when I was three. I mean, I, I was like. Maybe like five or six, maybe younger than that. I was playing Mortal Kombat. I couldn't even pronounce the characters I wanted to use good yet. And I was playing Mortal Kombat. I, I used to call Sub Zero Squatty Doody. And they knew who I wanted. Like, I want Squatty Doody. Because I couldn't say, I couldn't pronounce Sub Zero. And I'm, I was like already you know, old enough to know how to pronounce the words. And I was, you know, <laughs> playing Mortal Kombat. I wasn't outside, you know, on the playground trying to rip somebody's head, punch their head off like Johnny Cage. But. I don't know. It was also, funny though. We we was able to get away with playing Killer Instinct though, and it's almost kind of the same. But I guess exactly. MK kind of got like more of a little bit to it. But yeah. we got away with playing Killer Instinct. It's, it's because that the digitized characters is what did it for MK, because they were actual real people, just digitized images of real people. Mm-hmm. So that's what made it like you know, KI was again is more illustrated, more animated. So they don't necessarily yeah. look like real people. MK was literally real actors that they just took images and stuff uh, and made them move on the screen. So it's like, well, they look like real people. So that's that's why MK really, I feel like that was what did it, you know. But Street Fighter, even if they, they have blood in Street Fighter, like sometimes you punch them and spit and blood come out of their mouth, it would be like seldom, but it's like, you know, but they ain't going like, oh, it's, it's animated looking. Yeah, like, it's different, man. When you did like a you know, a six to ten hit combo in MK, the dude basically leaked out, like, every single blood uh, cell he yep. had, you know, and then yeah. got right back up to do it again. Yeah. <laughs> yep. yep. Lastly, I know we got to move on to the next topic, but last thing, there is a movie on Amazon Prime called Immortal Combat, and all I'm going to say is, I have made a sacrifice and watched the movie, so y'all don't have to. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> Do not watch that movie. It's one of the worst movies I ever <laughs> seen in my life. Bro, is it like Birdemic bad or Sharknado bad, or is it just like I just wasted my time like seeing this with my eyeballs? I feel like I might go blind quicker just from seeing this. With Bird, like a Neil Green laugh. With Birdemic was at least had comedic value, and Sharknado this wasn't funny. It just wasn't funny. It was just bad. Eesh. Some of the worst fighting choreography I've ever seen, bro. Like, I could do better. Oh, man. No. I've never taken a class in my life. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, we can go ahead and move on to the next topic. Keep this thing rolling. Um, let's see. So, our next question we have comes from Big Sif, you know, a uh, constant supporter of the show. You know, um, he basically asks, will the FGC get back to the rivalries of the what coast is the best coast or country is the best in said fighting game? What game or games would we want to see for measuring that? So basically, um, I guess you can kind of say like with the whole online era, you know, stuff kind of took a backseat of saying who's the best, who's the best. Because people are like, bro, this online, like, stop it. Like, it's not the same. So basically uh now that offline is coming back do you think that's something that we should start back up or you think that's something the fgc could do without um and if you have a game of choice that you'd like to see like okay what what games should be that measuring stick for and would it be for you so uh starting with you mr game and lift i mean none of them trying to see you so you know i think your your input would be valuable here so, uh, Big Sith Lord always with the questions, man. Dark Sith Lord, Sith Lord. This is definitely something that's not is is not talked about as much as it used to be. And again, probably the pandemic could have been a good uh, reason for that. But I think it was. I think it would be good as long as it's in a healthy manner. You know, just healthy competitive. You know, robberies. Um, I think we saw most of this around the Street Fighter Four era. Uh, and I, I want to say like Marvel 2. I want to actually, I want to say like the, the the more OG side of fighting games, because I think is like, especially for like, if we're talking about between US borders, coast to coast, I think definitely probably from what I've seen, um, it's probably like MVC2 era, Third Strike, all that stuff. It seemed like that was very big at that time. Like, you know, you got the West Coast, the West Coast, the East Coast, you know, all that stuff. Um, 
But, yeah, so I think that that was definitely, I think, a lot more prevalent then. It's still still a thing. I think Marvel was a, a three was another one, like, you know, the, the West Coast versus East Coast, all that stuff. Um, Street Fighter 4, like I said, was a big one. I don't, now it doesn't seem like that's talked about as much as big of a topic. Um, there's also still the thing of like, you know, across the uh, waters and stuff like that. Um, you know, especially with Tekken and Street Fighter for one. Um, and personally, I'm going to go ahead and say my, the one that I would like to see that come back with is like Street Fighter, Street Fighter 6, I would like to see that again. Mm-hmm. Um, Street Fighter, Tekken, I mean, like with Tekken, it's always like, Korea and you know, like U.S. That's like typically like the robbery that we see. Um, Street Fighter is always like U.S. and Japan. It's like there's a lot of other contenders now. You got people in Europe, um, a lot of heavy hitters. So it's really cool to see like a lot of these different places have these players that are really good and they have like compete on the world level. Um, then you see people come out of nowhere. Like I mean, even with um, games such as Tekken, you got. Um, uh, what is his name? Uh, Arson Ash come out of nowhere, you know, and you know where he's from is not really a lot of prevalent players in that area. So to see people come from like all these different areas, and sometimes people they're like, oh, I, I didn't even know people really play fighting games in these areas like that. That's really cool. Um, even with uh, MK with Tekken Master, so I definitely would like to see this become a thing again with Street Fighter. I mean, Street Fighter Five is kind of already in that in that uh, arena, I think. Especially with like you know again, Street Fighter is just going to be that. U.S., Japan, now Europe. You know, Europe has a lot of heavy hitters. Um, like I said, Tekken. It's it's it's, it's going to be that. You know, Korea, U.S., all these places that you know. Um, other games, I don't think is as big. I want to say like back in the day, Soul Calibur was like more so like I think Europe and like U.S. Because I remember like Soul Calibur before, a lot of the good players were like from France and stuff. Um, I'm sure. I, I think I, they have even now. I've seen a lot of uh, players that are good from Europe. So, yeah, I, I would like to see it. As long as it's in a healthy, good, you know, thing, good rivalry, um, I would definitely like to see it. Like I said, Street Fighter is what I want to see it more so. But I, I really want to wait to see for Street Fighter Six how it's going to develop. Because I'm not the biggest fan of Street Fighter Five, even though it's cool to see like you know uh, all these players playing Takedo and Mochi and all these uh, against like the European players and American players, but. I want to see how that's going to fold out in Street Fighter 6, but I still want to see it in Tekken 7 as well. Yeah, so first off, I agree with Devin with like the whole thing when it comes down to rivalries. I think like definitely you got to keep it, uh, I guess, like a healthy rivalry. And it, I mean, it's not always going to be nice, right? It's not always going to be what we consider nice, but at least keep it like civil for the most part. I've always been, I've always kind of liked the whole like, rep, like the whole representation kind of thing, you know, especially like, uh, you know, because you take a sort a certain amount of pride, and there's like a certain more amount of uh, solidarity between people who are from the same area. You know, I mean, we're all part of the same community. But then when you start being like, yeah, man, like East Coast, yeah, man, yeah, I'm west with the East Coast, like that kind of thing. From like, uh, if any of y'all ever watched Mr. Show before, you know where that comes from. But like, yeah, man, I've always thought the the whole like rivalry thing was really cool. I really do hope it comes back because I think it makes things a lot more interesting when we have like you know like when we have that kind of like not beef but just yeah like like a rivalry like just like, you know to have like east versus west coast like united states versus korea kind of thing like that's it's it's fun it's not necessarily like something that should be taken 100% seriously you know it's 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 all in fun and i mean when it gets when it gets down to the whole core of things that's what we're here for is to have fun if you're not having fun then i don't know man you might want to take up another profession go like I don't know, like do macrame or something like that, man, because uh, I don't know. So that being said, like the games that the game that I think would be like that I initially think of when I think about like that kind of that kind of thing going on, I would say Tekken it, Tekken definitely is the game that's at the forefront because like Tekken just just generally speaking, Tekken has a whole lot of hype surrounding it. And it is that kind of game that where people kind of come in and, you know, it's like like people are already kind of doing their own thing when in terms of like you know um rivalries now but in terms of like like east coast versus west coast you know like like i said like united states versus japan japan versus korea that kind of thing i think man that's it's amazing and uh like because tekken has played like so in so many like basically all over the world and like um devin was saying like there's so many places i didn't even know that they played tekken at 
like in like South America, like in Pakistan and stuff like that. Like we didn't really get to hear about all, all, all like like all the players that come from those areas. And of course, if during like COVID, it was kind of stifled because then people couldn't travel. Like now, nobody like right right at the court right at the start when we're getting people to come. Like we're seeing all these people coming from like like Arslan Ash and stuff coming from Pakistan, like people in like South America and stuff like that. You know, like everybody people coming for to the United States for Evo. And then, oh, well, the pandemic starts. So now that whole thing is basically stifled. Now we're playing online, but we're not really getting to see, like, we're not really, really getting to experience that whole rivalry thing. Like, I thought it was really cool when, when Nii went to Pakistan to play, like, and was doing first to 10s with people. That was amazing. That was so cool. But, you know, like, that was something that didn't, like, how many times did that, that happen after that? You know what I mean? That we know of. Like I can't really think of any any times off the top of my head. It might have happened, but I it wasn't anything that was followed as closely as that. So I have to see that kind of come back. That's something that really gets my blood pumping, thinking, oh man, like he's going there, and like it's not even like like an adversarial kind of thing. It's like, yo, man, I'm I'm here to play Tekken, guys, and they're like, yeah, let's play some Tekken, let's go. So I'm looking forward to that, man. Like I can't I can't wait. So specifically, yes, I want the rivalries to come back, and. Specifically, the game that I'm thinking of is Tekken, baby, every single time. Yeah, man, I think it would be pretty dope to get uh, the games come back, the competition and stuff to come back. And the games I like to see them in is, you know, all the mainstays, you know, Street Fighter, Tekken, uh, Dragon Ball Fighters, um, Mortal Kombat. Um, a game I'm really hyped to see, you know, come is the new Melty Blood, man. You know, I'm, I'm ready to see cross-country matchups. And obscure small places, you know what I'm saying? Just places people didn't like field themselves in. You know, you slide the janitor a twenty dollar bill, some Red Bulls out of the fridge, and two packs of Cheetos that came with the event, and he let you in the janitor's closet. And then we got switches everywhere, Melty Bud players just piled up in there, and you walking by the janitor closet here. Let's go, son. That's how you do it, boy. You know, people going off in the janitor's closet. For multi blood events, you know what I'm saying. Even though they got room in the venue, it's like, nah, man, we got to keep the tradition. We got to go in a small space, the <laughs> bathroom or something, bro. We got to get it in, you know. So, I'm excited to see stuff like that. So, um, and I think, like they said, I mean, the stuff as long as it's like healthy, you know, a little rivalry and stuff is cool. You know, as no as long as nobody trying to meet outside for the first to five for real, you know, I think it's cool. So, yeah, so. But with that being said, I don't think it's too much more we can, you know, say about that unless y'all got something else y'all want to add before we move on. Yeah, I just Marvel Two Air is one that I that I when I realized and saw, I was like, wow, this is uh, they people are just it's real out here. Like, so yeah, I I don't know if we we'll ever get back to that. I, I mean, there are probably some people that want to get back to that. Maybe like some of the OG people, players that were in that time. But man, I. I I'm gonna just say I think we need to leave that because man, if you watch some of them videos, you just like, bro, it's that this this like actual Fight Club, man. Like they these ain't just, <laughs> they not they just not playing video games, man. It's some stuff being said, and it's like, bro, people just it get real. So I that that was definitely interesting for me to watch when I first saw it. I'm like, I thought we were just playing video games. <laughs> I thought we was just I thought we were just trying to see who the best on the game, man. I ain't. I ain't want to go outside and you like, hey man, well, hey man, you gotta see me again. Like, I, I gotta go. <laughs> but, you know, yeah, I, that that was the first thing that came to my mind when I when I was talking about healthy. I was like, yeah, definitely not that era, man. It, it, it was it was a rivalry, but man, it was folks was was safety was in jeopardy, man. Like, bro, I'm gonna need to like I need you in another first to five, but you don't need the stick, bro. You can leave that, you know. <laughs> I mean, I, you know, I don't know. I guess this would be like a mini hot take and stuff like that. But I guess it, this kind of makes me think about like, you know, we need to really set like rules and stuff or a code of conduct within the FGC to make sure if there's like guidelines or what's too far and stuff like that. Because there's some cultures you come from, like, you know, where people are really like rowdy when it comes to like hyping up and talking trash and stuff like that. And then you got people that come from other backgrounds that believe like kind of if somebody's coming at me like that, that's real disrespectful or they're being intimidating and all that other stuff. So, you know, it can be a it can be a difference of cultures that the FGC brings together that some people's like, man, I'm just having fun. We enjoying the game and other people like all oh, they 
you know, they're ruining my experience, you know, they just won't let me play the game, they're doing this and doing that. So, like, when we just make tournament rules where people are just like, hey, just don't be, you know, mean or don't be, you know, for lack of a better word, like they'd say a douchebag, you know, it's like, man, they got to be defined more because, like, I know, like, where we come from, like, you know, some other people might say, like, the way you behaving, bro, is, like, real, you need to be throwing out this tournament-ish, you know, <laughs> so... You know, I, I really think, like, uh, some rules really need to be defined on what's too far and stuff like that. Because I'd really like to see they come back within the FGC. But at the same time, you know, you don't want little Billy, you know, first time here, you know, enjo enjoying the tournament. you like, get up off the sticks, scrub. And, you know, you know, we just, you know what I'm saying? You know, we chilling. And he just like, bro, this man, you know, he, you know, next thing you know, you get that twit longer of how he's, like, hurt my emotions and stuff. And, you know, it's like, man, I, you know, we really need to define the rules and stuff. I like how this random person's name is always Billy. Like, no matter who it is, it's like, Billy. A lot of Billy's <laughs> out of here, man. Yeah, a lot of Billy's. Yeah, man. But, um, so we can go ahead and move on to the next topic. So... What's one of the most intimidating fighting game characters that you can think of? Like, like when somebody picks that person just from the experiences and things that you've had with them or, you know, what you know that they can do and stuff like that. When somebody picks them, you're automatically, like, on your toes of just like, all right, man, like, all right, let me, let me get it together and stuff like that because, you know, I just really don't like playing against this person. You know, they always got, like, some stuff going on. That I seem just, you know, I can't beat this, what some people call, you know, like the demon you know, the thing that kind of, like, haunts them and stuff like that. So, was there ever a character like that for you guys that just kind of always kept you on your toes, kind of intimidated you a little bit when somebody would pick them? So, well, probably not for you, Devin, but, we I mean, you can give an answer if you like. So, you know, starting with you. At first, I thought this question was just, in general, just, like, characters and my answers going to be bison. Uh, but since you said it's when the person playing, it's probably going to be Chun-Li. Overall, Chun Li has always been a thorn in my side. I can't stand that character. She just dang really. She she just I I, I just I have trouble fighting that character. Now I don't know why. I, I try my best. It's like her, like every game she's in, her buttons are too good. Like she's always usually got like in whatever game she's in, um, except for like one game she's probably not that great in. It's like Marvel Three, but she's actually really good in that game. But it, it's so hard to play her. It's like that's the that's the difference maker. It's like she's not that great on paper, but if you like somebody like Ryan LV, she's like probably top five in the game. Like she's kind of insane. Um, but yeah, Street Fighter Four, Chun specifically, even five. Like it's just, I man, it's just like she she always got the answer. You know, you, you try to play footsies with her, and I mean that's what she she's the queen of footsies. I mean she fights with the feet things. It's like you try to you try to fight her, and she's stick the little the little standing medium punch that little four finger poke it's just, it's just like it's so hard to like just vibe for space for like the pressure sometimes like, especially in street fighter for the pressure it's just like man like i just this character she's just too much man like street fighter four you just you know playing footsies you know throw out the wrong move and and also the screen freeze and she draw back and go through your fireball it's just like it's a lot man it's not Chun-Li has always been a thorn in my side, man. I just, I just, I, I've tried playing her times, and it's like, I've, I, I feel like she's kind of my play style, because she's very footsie, neutral, based, but every time I play against her, it just makes me want to bang my head against the wall. Like, it's like I'm playing the same Chun-Li player every time I play against her. It's just like, just buttons. It's just like most people play her with just this mindset of, I'm going to press stuff, and you won't. Stop pressing <laughs> buttons. That's like every time I play against a Chun-Li player, that's like what it is. I just like it's the same person, just different names. I can't never press them. <laughs> Stop pressing the buttons. It's like I, I'm like, I'm trying to play footsies and she's just slap you, big four fingers in your eyes. It's just sweep, this like half screen. Like I, I just, I'm done. You know, it's funny. Quick. Uh, you know, it's funny. Quick interjection. It used, it's crazy how back when I was little, we used to think like pick characters like Chun-Li, like, oh, her fireball doesn't go as long as everybody else. She ain't that good. And then go pick somebody else. And then you actually get into the game and it's just like, bro, this character's God. Like, what you talking about? But, uh, <laughs> go, Eddie. 
so uh mentioned before like the character that to me and i mentioned this character before because this character is super super duper annoying and it's the only character i can think of when i'm like oh who do i get slightly at least slightly intimidated by when i play him i would say it would be abigail i think uh, number one abigail is a really big giant character who takes up like eight ninety three ninety nine percent of the screen for no reason uh in addition to that he's just got a bunch of ridiculous stuff that he can do those grabs are ridiculous in addition to that he's just a really like annoying character he's just a generally annoying character to fight first when he first dropped when i was just like abigail who, who's abigail oh he's from mad gear i'm like okay so what man i don't care about this random dude from uh, mad gear and then I actually saw him on screen, like in comparison to like some of the characters I play, like Ed or G, and I'm like, wow, this guy is, uh, he, he's a skyscraper. And then it's like, then I started uh, fighting people who knew what they were doing with Abigail, which is basically the only people I've really fought playing Abigail. So unfortunately, all of my, my experiences playing against Abigail have been very, have been very gut-wrenching and salt-inducing. So every like it's just the most annoying character ever it's like oh, i get like this little armor thing that i can do i got this thing where i'm running forward i can go brum, 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 and then i could do like then i could do like this little heel kick heel drop thing and like just destroy you if you're trying to jump or if you're trying to play it safe and you're gonna stand there and block i'm gonna grab you or something it's just like and then he has a stupid grab where he just grab he dumps you in the forehead and it's just like every man every time i see that character on every time i see that character show up on the other side of the screen i'm like please why are you doing this it's like every it's just like obviously you are you are you are a sadist you are a disgusting disgusting sadist because there's no other reason for you to choose the character like that you know it's like you're playing a game with your friends and you're like oh man we're having fun and it's like yeah man yeah man it's all good bro and then you, they sit down and they choose abigail and just look at them like i thought we were having just friendly matches and you went and chose abigail all right man i see how it is like I'm ready to just leave at that point. So, man, I would say that the character that is like, gets the most intimidated, it's a, it's a combination of intimidation and irritation for me. Whenever I see Abigail up on the screen, I feel like just like throwing my hitbox at the screen, to be honest. So yeah, that, that, that's the way it is for me, man. Like, man, what a, what a trashy character, dude. <laughs> Shouts out to cool kid. Um, one of the, um, I have an unusual answer. Like, any character, almost any character in a game that has like a cool move, like a cool special and stuff like that, I'm always intimidated playing against because you don't want to get flashed on because like that's embarrassing. So you always like kind of nervous looking out for that move and stuff like that. Like like Akuma, it's not so much that Akuma just looks like a demon. It's more so that if somebody raging demons you, it's time to go lay down. You know. Like it's, it's time to put the controller down and go lay down. So like whenever they got, whenever he has bar, he can do raging demon. You know it might be coming. Like I basically turn like my mental capacity goes to half out of like intimidation of just like oh my goodness, like what to do, what to do. And then they always catch you in like the dumbest scenario of just like if you knew I had raging demon, why are you sitting here blocking? It's like because I was scared. Like <laughs> I was just scared you was gonna do it and you did it. You know, like I was, I would play Smash Brothers with my friends, and you know, if you got caught in like Ike or Link's, you know, Smash move, and you know, they base you stuck in this thing where they basically sword beating you to death, and then next thing you know, you get gamed right off the stage. You just like, you just put the controller down, go in the kitchen, you know, act like you finding you something to eat in the fridge, but you're actually just looking down, like, what is life, <laughs> you know. So, um, I'd have to say characters like that. I can't think of one specifically, but, like, if it, if it was somebody that could, like, flash on you and, like, end a match, I was always intimidated because, you know, it's like, I can't let this man do me like this, you know? Like, I, I can't be put on a poster, you know? And then when you end up being put on that poster, you just like, man, you know what? Like, I'm done, you know? I ain't, I ain't really feel it. Like, you know, I, I had that stuff early in my stomach kind of, you know what I'm saying? It's affecting my thumbs. Like, I just don't feel like I need to... You know what I'm saying? Like, it's a little off. You know what I'm saying? Controller kind of hot. I don't know. You must have got it out the oven or something like that. I, I just need to go lay down. You know, so uh, that's my answer. So anybody else got anything they want to add? Next I'm changing my answer to Bison. I just forgot how utterly annoying Bison is. Street Fighter 5 in particular. The character just does too much. It's like I 
Yeah, I just hate to look at them. I literally hate looking at Bison on the screen. It's like a few kills I hate looking at on the screen. It's Zangief, it's Blanca, Chunley, and Bison. But Bison and Street Fighter Five just makes me just. I just, I just don't. I just want to cut the game off. You just too much, just too much going on. Like freaking head stomp is almost unpunishable. It's like he's, I, I can't stand the character. He's doing too much. The stupid grin, like I. Close your mouth with all those teeth. Like, this is too much going on. I've been man. trying to figure out who is Dennis is. But, uh. That Colgate smile, bro. But another character was Guy. Like, from Street Fighter Alpha 3. Like, my cousin was always so good with him. And you know, guys like Command Grab, Raging Demon. You basically have to be as close to him as his nose is to his face for him to grab you with it. You know? But somehow, <laughs> my cousin would always do it. And it just shames you. It's just like, one, he had to be that close. He basically had to be within one inch of you for to do it. Two, like, you supposed to be good at the game. Why you let yourself get that close? And then three, like, he finna whoop you so bad, they finna flash lights all over the place so they don't see, like, the graphic nature of how you just got whooped. And then he gonna beat you with it, you know? He purposely saved it for the last round, last minute, because he know he can get you with it because you gonna start freaking out, like, when he when he got it. So, like, he was another character that when my cousin picked him, I was like, man, you only doing this so you could, like, rage and demon me. Like, why, why are you setting me up like this? You know, and I'd always be nervous the whole match. of just like, I know my fate, and I know what he's going to do, and I can't stop it. So, Guy was another character. What's funny, those Raging Demons, they, you actually see what they're doing. They don't even do anything. Like, yeah. Cool, just literally <laughs> just like... Death show with that. <laughs> like, this man's back is that strong. Just, he just beats me with his back turning I mean, yeah, man. Like you're uh, like King of Fighters. You know, they had that one like counter t counter move for uh, K Dash, like where he just reappears behind you. He just does like a thumbs down. He's like, <laughs> yeah. Uh, when Death showed that video, that was pretty pretty funny. I think Guy was the only one where he actually was like, when they took away the flash, he was still beating on you. But Akuma was just the whole time, like he was just showing off his games from back day. <laughs> Why you was just getting beat on. Witness the back that you will never achieve. <laughs> Lat spreading while you sitting there getting your life taken away. So, <laughs> like this man Ronnie Coleman or something. <laughs> but yeah, so, uh, but uh, that's actually it, man. This was a quick episode, so... Uh, that's all we have for this episode, guys. I mean, it's a short one, but, you know, sometimes it be short. Um, so we're left with our last, you know, uh, closing remarks that we want to have, you know. Um, starting with uh, the greatest to ever do it, Mr. Game and Lift. What's your closing remark? I just want to say uh, don't play Bison. If you do, I'm going to pray for you because there's obviously something going on in your life that needs uh, healing and some work. So, you know, um just make sure not to do that. I actually a combination of Zangi, Blanca, and Chunley. Don't play any of those characters. Um, glad to be back. Uh, also, don't watch Mortal Kombat. I forgot about that. Do not watch that movie. I prompt do not watch it. Um, it's free on Amazon. Prompt to watch. Just don't watch it. Um, it's free. I, I, Man, we paid for it. I might oh, okay. watch it anyway. Yeah. Well, yeah. You, you know Amazon. If you got Amazon Prime, you know you know some movies you got to pay to watch. And some of them are just included. So. Um, yeah, don't watch it. Don't watch in Mortal Kombat. Um, you know, again, like I said earlier, don't forget the Patreon if you want to, uh, you know, support further. Um, the support of just sharing stuff on Twitter, retweeting, watching the videos, liking the videos that in itself is a lot of support. I mean, I think we're like what is 513 subscribers on YouTube, which is good. Um, so you know, the, the, the grind is slow, but it's, it's for sure. Uh, so yeah, I appreciate that for everybody. I'm glad to be back with these two guys, Rexon and Mr. E. Mason. You know, uh, E. Mason has switched it up on us, man. He got money. He got the kangaroo. He got a kangaroo on his head. You know, if you got a kangaroo on your head, that means he got deep pockets, man. Oh, you just came so, from Australia. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, he, you know, he had to, uh, you know, I had to make sure the stone was like that. So it's all good. But I appreciate it, man. Uh, I'm gonna hand it off to my boy, Mr. Uh, Rich Mason. 
Hey, thanks a lot, Mr. Gabriel Lift. Uh, I'd like to start off by saying, um, do not do not play Abigail. Uh, that is a very trash character to play. That you are a disgusting individual. Unlike Mr. Game and Lift, I will not be praying for you because there is no salvation for you. There's nothing we can do. So you are unsafe. Um, I like to say thanks everybody for coming back for to uh, listen to us, listen and watch us for another great episode of Input Output. As always, I'm proud to be associated with these two gentlemen, uh, Mr. Rex on Max and Mr. Game and Lift. Uh, for every single time, man. I mean, it's a great, great thing to be able to show up here on Friday, Friday mornings, and like just uh, you know riffing, riffing with these guys about fighting games, the fighting game community. You know, we're we're all really invested, and we love our community so much. You know, we come out, we come out here, and we give our best every week. So uh, yeah, man, uh, just go ahead and and if you really want to support the show, uh, as always, make sure you uh, retweets, you know, retweets, comments. Make sure you know if you want to like have a topic that's addressed on the show hit us up on twitter that's the like i said before that's the easiest way to get in contact with us because one of us will see your comment and we will address that so as a, but uh yeah that's pretty much all i have to say um, for the most part i've been just rehashing and uh, we're gonna go ahead and just pass it off to our boy mr rexon max for his closing thoughts um so once again as everybody has already stated it's just great to be here great for everybody who's listening if you're hearing the sound of our voice this far i mean you are really a great supporter uh so but yeah i mean i, I guess i'll just leave with a question if nobody is on your bathroom floor or in a small space of the venue playing a a, a poverty game was your tournament really successful so you know <laughs> was it really an fgc event so that's that's what i'll leave you with but you know, so great that you guys have joined us, and we'll see you again for the next one. Peace out. What's up, y'all? Love, peace, and hair grease, everybody. <laughs>